Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Legion 99. Uh, this is going to be a fun special episode because we are doing a massive tournament episodes. Tournaments current, tournaments past, tournaments future. It's almost like we're riffing off of an old Christmas carol. Uh, and to do that, we've got our special guest today, uh, not Scrooge himself, uh, LJ Pena. LJ, welcome to the show. Hey, it's good to be back. I feel like we just talked a week ago or something. That sounds. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, yeah, not only normal holiday time has put me into a time warp, but uh, I've I've just in general lost track of it all the time. So I, I completely forgot about that. Uh, yeah, two weeks in a row of LJ on the Legion ninety nine feed. This is uh, this is our new record. Uh, take We're clearly that out. Uh, pouring ourselves out for numbers here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, we're we're in the uh, we're in the pre LVO crunch where we're trying to uh, beat out the outriders. Uh, so. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're going to talk about uh, the tournaments that just happened. We've got some packs updates and a couple of other things. Uh, Invader is actually finishing up uh, pretty much as we're as simulcasting here, uh, and tournaments that are going to be coming up. Uh, not the least of which is the mother of all tournaments, LVO, coming at the end of July, uh, January. <laughs> almost yeah it's gonna be that kind of a night almost i almost got the day of the month right month there um so yeah lj how has uh, your last week been if have uh, you know anything any massive changes in the uh, legion tournament world um you know there's been a lot of stuff going on um not all of it particular to lvo but uh this week has been um has been good for a couple different reasons um, the 1,440 card sleeves we ordered came in literally today. <laughs> so that is awesome to see all those in person. Those look great. Um, and then uh, we've also started to talk about uh, about prize support and maybe grabbing some items from uh, well, a little place called Atomic Mass Games. So there have been some, uh, some fruitful conversation this week. Uh, the gears are turning. The uh, the arrangements for the terrain have all been uh, have all been made by this point, and uh, you know now we're just kind of finalizing uh, the final bits of support, making sure everything looks great, and taking care of all of the uh, the last minute stuff that comes up when you're about a month out from a from a major event like this. Awesome. I know what that's like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nick. Nick, are you still riding the hangover from uh from that experience? You could say that. I'm, I'm on the Spider Man hangover now, though. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, you and I both. You and I both. Uh, although I think we got our Spider Man version of the Legion 99 podcast when Mike left us alone. Yeah, uh, I thought uh, I had to. I didn't think I was <laughs> going to have to cut anything this week, but apparently that has changed already. <laughs> yeah, and I'm seeing it tomorrow, so you can't say anything. Okay. No, we, we won't spoil we will. it. We won't spoil we, it yet. Next we two weeks from know. now, though, we're gonna have more spoiler cast. Nice. Uh, yeah, that that'll be our Christmas episode. Complete, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely no legion. No legion. Spider Man. Excellent. <laughs> All right. And uh, we've mentioned it kind of before, but this LVO is special because this is going to be uh, an uh, all Legion ninety nine attended uh, LVO, uh, where we all get to hang out together. Wild. Uh, yeah. You guys can finally meet. I know. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. excited. <laughs> this is true. It hasn't sunk in yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, well, uh, and it probably should because it's actually coming up. Uh, LVO is going to be January 28th through the 30th this yeah, year, and like, that's a month and it's two like weeks. Not that far away. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you have like a little countdown clock running on your phone, LJ? At this point, you know, I I did for the first one, and then I, I stopped doing it because, like, when those tickets go on sale in you know june july whatever it happens to be each year 
I'm usually already planning on it like a month before I start the very basic groundwork and structure discussion. And I, I actually try to lock in judges and that kind of support before tickets even go on sale so I can nab people before they buy tickets, not looking at two out of three here. But, um, you know, we, we try for a while now, <laughs> you know, we, so because everything starts so early, it's like, I, I just, I don't know. I don't anymore. And there's so many other events going on and things that I'm keyed into. Cause I've helped with all these frontline things this year. It's been, you know, it's, it's been a trip kind of turning it from that one big event each year to, to a living, breathing, you know, circuit almost that is, that is continuously moving. You mentioned like turning it into things. This structure this year is going to be a little bit different for the main event, right? That's correct. So, uh, what, and we may as well just get right into it. So, LVO <laughs> is going to be the uh, 28th, 29th, and uh, 30th of January. Um, I know a lot of people probably get there on the uh, the 27th. And I know um, Frontline specifically mentioned that you're going to be able to pick up your um, wristbands at about 4 p.m. local uh, Vegas time. So, if you're there Thursday, go pick up your your entry um, before Friday morning because that's always a gigantic line. Um, I believe it's 1,200 people that are involved in the Warhammer event this year. So there's going to there's gonna be a lot of people. Um, so if you're, a, a, like I said, a Thursday arriver, get there, um, go grab that entry and get in, and then join us on Friday for the main event, which is going to be 128 player, a three-round of Swiss day. Uh, if you go two and one, you will advance the next day on Saturday. There's going to be a another three rounds of play um, that will get us down to eight finalists that will play again on Sunday in a three round single elimination to get us one winner out of that 128 that uh, that appears. So all you need to do is go five and one. Easy, right? Yeah, I can I can do that. Right, and then catch a red eye four hours later. Yeah, there you just got to go five and one, make it to that last day and, and win out. And, you know, you'll be golden too easy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the generic structure of the main event. And then there is also um, unconventional warfare on Saturday, which is uh, up to 64 person event um, that uh, Brad or, or others know him as Nerfly is going to help me host, which I greatly appreciate. And then uh, unless he makes it to the, the top eight, which he said he's not gonna, but I believe in him. Um, <laughs> Ryan from Stabcast is uh, the one who's primarily responsible for running the two round team event on Sunday. And basically that's uh, hey, get your best bud together, throw together a 1200 point list between the two of you and go throw dice and drink the Vegas drinks for a couple of hours and have fun. <laughs> so that's uh, that's the schedule of events. Um we are going to try to get everybody together, as many people want to attend, um, at a restaurant, uh, TBD, on Friday night. That's kind of the other thing that's there. For those of you that bought a social event ticket, which was a free ticket, you didn't have to spend any money on it, um, <laughs> is just kind of us to get a head count of how many people would be interested in something like that. So if you're listening to this and you grabbed one of those free tickets, thank you for doing that. It kind of gives me a good idea of, uh, of what kind of interest we have in something like that. And, uh, you know, we'll we'll tell everybody where to go um, that Friday night once the tournament is uh, the main event is done. You're going to have to add a plus one to that because I totally did not do so. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to scroll. I was All gonna scroll my good. Email. And, and, I'm going to take that number and I'm going to double it is what I'm going to do. 
yeah, that's a good plan. You conned me into being staff, so I didn't even bother with tickets. So <laughs> yeah, I think no, I volunteered to, to judge, didn't I? He I did. I, oh, I no, I was you're like, judging. Yeah, I was like, hey, Nick, yeah. I, I'm not letting Nick go. I need all no. the judges I can get because trust <laughs> yes. me, uh, uh, <laughs> Mike can tell you. There is not a lot of people that were like, yes, I would love to judge. And not many, <laughs> many, many people are like, no, yeah. we're, we're back together. This is the show I want to play. And, you know, there were, I, I asked early because you got to respect people's decisions there and let them let them throw down and enjoy the game. That's what that's literally what we're there to do. So I can't be mad about it. But at the same yeah. time, yes, I was able to con a couple people that are on this <laughs> podcast and help it. I, uh, I, mean, I think you asked me like three times for that now, and so far I've been able to stay <laughs> stay with the no. Mike, Mike, Mike has a series of unread uh, DMs on Discord from LJ. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm glad you clarified it. That was from him. <laughs> he, he actually has me blocked at this point. It's just all little red numbers on the side. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's basically the schedule of events. Um, like we said, it's basically 128 people each day. Um, we actually expanded the doubles event so we could accommodate more people and, uh, you know, it'll be, it'll be great. It'll be great to see everybody. Um, you know, that was one of the big things I realized when I went to SoCal is just, just, there's just so many people in the community that I miss seeing in person. And that's honestly, that's the best part of doing these events is just seeing your friends and, you know, hanging out for a couple hours, playing games and all that good stuff. Um, you know, it's a, it's a big production. And we've been working on it super hard throughout this year. And so uh, I hope uh, everybody enjoys what they what they see. It's been a long road to, you know, the 64 tables that we're going to play on. But like I said, it's all it's all coming together really well. And there's a ton of sponsors. Um, you know, Frontline has thrown some stuff down. Uh, we've had nice. some stuff sponsored through the LTC. Uh, Darkfire Design just did a bunch of sweet trophies like they did for the SoCal folks. Those are, those then, are awesome. <laughs> yep. And then, um, I, I mean, we can't thank Keegan and 6up enough for the just mountain of stuff. Um, they're, they're helping fill in you know, the gap that uh, FFG usually provided for us um, with, I mean, what do you want to talk about? Silhouettes. <laughs> Uh, deployment markers, victory tokens, objective markers. Um, you know, we were we were talking about how many force flasks. I think on the uh, turn zero list, I was joking around about the force flask. Keegan, do you remember how many force flasks we ordered from you? Uh, it's it's double digits. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's and, and, and hel- it's healthily lot. in there. So yeah, yeah no, I, I we're really excited about it. It's funny you mentioned earlier getting the card sleeves and and you threw out a number of like fourteen hundred. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't until we actually started processing this order that uh, I understood <laughs> the number of individual <laughs> units of, of things that uh, a tournament of this size uh, actually has to have for, for production. So we're really excited about, uh, like you said, the silhouettes. We're going to do some cool uh, deployment markers and victory tokens. And one of the things that we've been working really hard on is some custom objective markers. Uh, at 6-Up Supply, you know, we don't we don't really like to do things uh, halfway. So we are building in uh, battery-powered illuminated uh uh, light objective markers uh, just shine for, for just that. like the night sky of vegas <laughs> beautiful it better be obnoxious neon colors this is awesome yeah no that's great i that's uh, i'm really looking forward to it i actually have not seen a lot of those designs yet yeah, and we, so we, we I am, uh, commissioned commissioned for design and production 
I am very <laughs> excited to see um, what the, those finals look like. Um, the silhouettes are the ones that uh, we had made for for the uh, 2021 event that had never mm-hmm. happened. Um, so I, I already know those. Those are those are great looking. Yeah. Uh, they kept they kept well in the box, and we conveniently didn't put a year on them. Right, <laughs> so that was good. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, all all the sleeves came in, and uh, if you look through the archives of the SoCal event, um, you can see the trophies. Uh, there are trophies for the top, and there uh, maybe some trophies for the bottom, and there's also <laughs> some painting trophies. Um, and some free models to go along with that. And then, you know, we did a couple, uh, a couple judge favorite type things too. So, you know, we just, we, we want to throw stuff at you. We want to thank you for coming out. Um, and I know with the six up stuff, uh, specifically the whole way the structure is built, it's that the longer that you show up, the more rounds you participate <laughs> in of any day, not just of the main event or unconventional warfare or whatever, the more swag we have an opportunity to throw at you. So it's, that's kind of the big focus that I went for for this year was it's less, it's less based on your win percentage and it's more based on, Hey, the longer you show up and play Legion, the more stuff we're going to shower you at. So, um, you know, when you get there, if you're used to, you're accustomed to getting like a little goodie bag or a little thing at the start, (laughs) don't worry. Yes, we have lots of prize support, but we're going to give it to you during the round. So, you know, people don't just be like, Oh, here, take your bag. And then they walk away and they go play kill team. Like we wanted to reward Ugh. people for staying and playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, did I chose a different game? Um, and I think so, you chose the perfect you know. game. That was the exact right reaction we wanted around that. And so yeah, yeah, we're uh, again many, 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 many thanks to all the various sponsors for helping us achieve that. Um, because I think that'll be that'll be really cool in practice. I hope. Absolutely. One thing we kind of glossed over earlier in the the show notes here is. Um, I know it's kind of been alleviated a little bit with the supply chain issues kind of fixing themselves for AMG over the past couple of months, but do we have any painting requirements or proxy details for uh, for LVO this season? Yes. So um, we do have the the Frontline Gaming uh, three-color standard, um, which, as always, is super easy to achieve. You can do it, If you can do it with the Stormtrooper, you can do it with anything else that you bring to the table. Um, so that, that is in an effect for this one. And, you know, I've, I've seen a little bit of back and forth on this, no, you don't kick get kicked out if your stuff isn't painted. We just we use the old uh, FFG warning point system for a competitive event. It's five points. You get a hard warning, which is two points. And you know there is a reason we do that. Um, Legion, especially, we're still in this early stage. We're three, four years in. Um, we are putting a product out there. And the reason why we do that and why we hold events to that standard is because you know that product gets people to play our game. And, you know, that's why we've always tried to give um, passer buyers their first box of Legion product. They see the game, mm-hmm. they take a box of Rebel Troopers home, and they put them together, and now they want to play the game. And so, you know, we know that that's something that people have been like, oh, well, I'm not sure I want to I go because I don't think I'm a good painter or whatever. Don't stress it. Don't <laughs> worry about it. It's something that's there to make the event look good. And it, it shows, you know, a level of professionalism that I will tell you time and time and again has set us apart from some of the other events. And then as far as the proxies and stuff are concerned, hey, we have some good news finally. Um, if you <laughs> yeah. haven't heard it or haven't seen it, the uh, the dates have been pushed up from March to January 14th, 15th, I think it was, something like that. Um, so that's, you know, that that's A, that's good news. If they're confident enough to move up the dates, that means it probably is happening like the rest of the Kashyyyk stuff that we just got. 
Um, so it does alleviate the need for this point, but we are going to leave it in there just because we do have the payment requirement and such. But long story short, um, we are allowing proxies of the, the Yoda and Wookiee specific components of the Kashyyyk um, wave, as well as the command cars that are related to those um, to make that a little easier. Um, if you have two weeks before LVO, that should be enough time to paint up a Yoda. But if you don't, <laughs> we're not going to take that requirement out if they do release two weeks before the event, just because we don't want you to have to scramble and then, you know, you paint your Yoda and you're unhappy with it. And you're like, well, now I'm mad because I painted it for stupid LVO. <laughs> but don't they give worry. you two Yodas in the box. So if yeah, and they, that's true. They do give you one to mess up. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I'm glad you brought that up because that is uh, that is, you know, super, super important for people to know. You know, we want you to come. We want you to enjoy yourself. We want you to enjoy Vegas. But do keep in mind there are um, a couple requirements like the painting thing. Also, if you have heavy proxies or, um, you know, serious conversions you've done to your models, um, there is an email on the player packet where I'd like you to send those in. Or you can just contact uh, NashJ uh, in the Discord or NEMA uh, directly and say like, hey, I'm coming to LVO, but I've done this fun thing with my model. Is that okay? I almost guarantee that he's going to say yes. He's, you know, him and I are very much on the same page. And I mean, this is the event where we had Alex Davey bless off on a rebel army that was entirely <laughs> comprised of Wookiees. Wookiee with a lightsaber, Wookiees riding on Tauntauns. It had it all. So we also do have a certain standard of leniency we hold ourselves to when it comes to approving this kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, do send those kind of things early. If you're going, you have something converted. Hey, it takes two seconds for us to take a look at it, bless it off. And then you know there's no issues when you get there. Those That's still the second coolest army I've ever seen in person. <laughs> yeah. Well, But what's now you have to say what the coolest is. Whatever Nick painted for me that day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> the truest compliment ever. <laughs> is there anything awesome. else we want to add about LVO here? I think that pretty much wraps up the... I guess, press conference that we're allowed to give so far, right? <laughs> yeah, I, hey, it's Vegas, people. Go enjoy it. Um, I have Penn and Teller tickets for uh, Saturday night. Nice. Um, like I said, <laughs> we're going to try to host a big dinner somewhere on Friday. Go enjoy, meet people, hang out with your friends, go walk around the con a little bit. And, uh, you know, don't forget to introduce yourself to everybody. Yeah. Tell people who you are. If you have a, you know, a Discord handle or something that you also go by, get that out there. This, these events, as far as community building is concerned, they're they're huge. And you know, people have this, you know, preconceived notion about what Legion events look like, or even competitive in general looks like, until they go. And they realize it's mostly a bunch of 30, 40 somethings drinking alcohol and throwing dice and having a good time. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, top eights can be contentious. People can be, you know, they can be super competitive and that might not be your thing. But man, it's again, 95% of the field every time is just yelling, screaming, enjoying themselves and getting super <laughs> trashed in Vegas. Yeah. and having a good time and that's that's why i love it that's why we do it every year because it's just it's just fun and you know there's only one time a year i drink tequila and it's in vegas <laughs> it's perfect that you say that because after the debacle of last lvo uh stabcast tim and i are on a vegas or a vegas tequila hunting mission oh. so i think we're oh. gonna go out saturday oh, night for that oh my goodness so if oh. anyone wants to go flight hunting for tequila with the two of us Jeez. so that we can find a properly sized flight <laughs> 
please join us. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you completely derailed my train of thought for bringing that thing up again. Uh, <laughs> it's never going away. Yeah. yeah. Um, did, did you have well, anything, Keegan, to talk yeah, about in the six up department? Yeah. Well, before the six up thing, uh, I do want to kind of comment. I know that tickets are sold out for the Legion, especially the main event. Um, mm-hmm. But that I, I would encourage people not to let that dissuade you. We've never not mm-hmm. gone into the wait list uh, when mm-hmm. we get there. People are going to have last minute cancellations. You know, but there's a lot of uncertainty in the world right now. So I think if you want to come out and you feel and, and get out there, there's pretty good odds. Like I've seen us have to have to pull pull in a friend to throw in as a proxy just to uh, avoid buys. Um, uh, so I think there's you know there's good odds that you'll you'll be able to get in and get some good legion in. So don't don't let the lack of tickets right now dissuade you. Yes, definitely. If you're looking to go, um, our good friend Graham actually just posted in the Discord channel this week about it. Throw your name out there. Hey, I want to go. Does anybody getting out? You know, you yep. can't go. Something came up. Um, there is a, a wait list on the sign up page on Frontline Gaming's website that you can put your name in for too. And yeah, if you're going for another event, but maybe you're just playing on Saturday or you're just playing on Friday and you have nothing to do on Saturday, just show up, put in your name, say, hey, I don't have a ticket to the event, but I'm here. And chances are you'll get to play. I mean, Keegan's right. It, ha- it it happened in the first one. It happened in the second one. Guess what? It's probably going to happen again on this third one. So <laughs> please, 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 with 128 people, Come fill the seats because yeah, uh, yeah. there there probably will be a hanger on or two that doesn't show up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, the, as far as uh, the six up stuff, uh, I think we mentioned it on here before, but uh, I I did have a lot of regrets after uh, the SoCal Open that I really wish I had decided to play in LBO. But uh, I, I channeled that regret in a different way. And we're, we're excited to be having a six up booth at the vendor space. Uh, so I'll be I'll be a. a extra judge who can make it over there sometimes when I'm not uh, holding down my responsibilities there. But definitely come check us out too because uh, we will likely have um, a new special item or available for pre-order uh, exclusively at LVO. Uh, if... <laughs> I see a combination of uh, genuine excitement, fake excitement, and just straight up eye rolling uh, amongst my, my co-hosts here. But... Who was eye rolling? <laughs> <laughs> I was on the other monitor. I don't know what you're talking about oh, there. Okay. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. But yeah, no, we're look, we're looking forward to that. Uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great show. Every, and everything's in the same hall now that we're at the Rio this year. So yes. All right, that's probably a good wrap on LVO stuff. <laughs> Should we briefly okay. wrap up in Vader League? Yeah. All of us have been associated with that in some way, shape, or form. So it seems yep. kind of fitting. All of us have been eliminated from that. As well, yeah. so. <laughs> you didn't have to say what the link was. <laughs> hey, I had fun in my elimination game. Yeah, uh, I did not get to play mine, but oh, yeah. uh, Florf, uh, Florf the Dwarf, and Snyder are actually playing as we speak. So we will have a. By the time that this drops, you will know the winner. Go Florf. <laughs> you know, it's just a teammate, you know, but whatever. Oh, and right. Yeah, yeah. As we come to the uh, the conclusion of this season, um, we're actually going to be making some changes to like the the backroom staff going into the start of next season, and it's not going to be like talk polite, majoring in everything. <laughs> I know we're like we're splitting up some of the power here. Uh, LJ, do you want to kind of talk about some of the changes we're going to do to the uh, the staff going forward? Because I think some of us are involved. Yes. Um, so if if you've paid particular attention to um, the the finals this season. 
um, astute watchers may have noticed that uh, I haven't been as involved or as in the front of everything um, as I usually am. You've probably seen, you know, Nima making a lot more announcements or, or Madman pitching in. Um, Keegan here talking about streaming stuff. Um, you know, Mike talking about the timeline and keeping things moving. Um, and you've probably seen a lot from droids on the maps. And that was very by design because what we wanted to do was I wanted to test um, a bit more of a staff approach to running the league than um, I originally had, had done in the past because, you know, it's it's a lot to run a league of um, IL size. And as we've already gone over a million times, there's a lot of other stuff that uh, I'm involved in in the Legion sphere. And so um, I did come back um, for this season to to run it and kind of make sure that everything was was working the way that I wanted it to work. Um, but then I did um, kind of make a decision before single limb started um, to to take a step back. Um, and last time I I really took a step back, like I I disappeared from from IL for a season. Um, this time I am going to be still around. I'll probably help them run the bracket challenge and maybe judge a couple groups or something. Um, but what we decided to do was, yeah, change over basically all the things I did and turn them into more of a staff led approach where, you know, Mike or, or ghost, if you don't know him in person, um, <laughs> does kind of that timeline and the overall direction pushing to make sure the trains run on time. Um, Nima to continue to do his great job head judging and, and manage the, you know, 20 strong judge crew that keeps that, uh, that event moving each year. Um, Madman to do advertising and announcements and help gather the sponsors at the beginning of the season. Um, Keegan to continue to take care of the stream leading. Uh, Droids to continue in the map. And then the always behind the scenes, uh, Alderaan Moses to continue to run that website and make it work as, uh, as well as it does. Um, and there, you know, there are a couple reasons why, um, I, I had promised Emily that I was going to do less stuff when the baby was born. And, and that, that was a lie that didn't work out the way I intended. I've only taken on more responsibility in the last year and a half, um, as it's, as it's been starting with the, you know, with the forum stuff and then going back to IL and then it's, it, I feel like Finn, like, why are you going back to IL? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I do have to deliver on that promise one day and, you know, and developing staffs is the way I've, I've done it. You know, the, the discord has a staff that mods it. The Facebook has a staff instead of two people trying to manage 20,000. Why did, why did they think that would work? Um, I, IL has a staff and this tournament structure that's kind of evolved with frontline gaming has, you know, independent TOs that, like Nick do a, you know, a great job of running their events. And it's, it's helped me focus on some of the things that are important to me, like, you know, raising a son, um, as well as things have been getting a little more, a little busier with the military career. Um, and there's also a, a project that I've kind of been working on on the side um, called the, uh, the SW chain project. So let's separate these two things really quick. As far as invader is concerned, most people probably won't notice a difference. They're going to keep doing the same thing. They're probably going to keep doing the same, you know, two times a year event that we've given in the past. It's probably going to continue to be gigantic and there's probably going to continue to be fantastic prizes. I doubt any of that's going to change, but you'll probably see me in a less active role. Um, like I said, I'll probably help do little things here and there. 
and continue to act as that link between, you know, the Discord and Invader League and just, a, you know, a general administrative role that I tend to gravitate towards a lot. But the second part of that, the thing I just mentioned, um, you know, people are familiar and maybe you're not with the Legion tournament circuit stuff I do, where we help provide those connections so people can find stores to play or they can see who's doing well at events, or maybe they can get connected with, you know, other community resources or tournament resources. And there is a group out of Italy that is really trying to take that concept to the next level. And they were doing this um, in relation to X-Wing. But as we've got starting to get involved with the project a little more, they're going to do it for Legion, X-Wing, and Armada. If you're familiar with Blood Bowl and the NAF, which is their unofficial kind of structure that manages a lot of their tournaments and their players and stuff, essentially the goal is to do something like that, where you grab a, a website that provides you a unique user ID, and you can use that website to find places to play near you, register events so they can officially get put on like a leaderboard and also provide you community resources, discords, articles, all the things like that. And of course, tournament resources too, to help you run your own events. And, you know, this, this is what I wanted to do long-term. I wanted something like this to pick up. And if we can do something that does it, not just for Legion, but that can take some of the success Gold Squadron has had with their system and combine that with LTC and also include our beloved Armada in there as well. You know, it, it seems like something that is going to be a win for everybody and will hopefully give the players a reason to invest in that structure. And I know as Keegan likes to say, you know, turn it into a push instead of a pull kind of thing, you know, where we're, we give this resource and a reason for people to, to buy into it. It's not something like, um, you know, like the ITC that FL, that frontline gaming runs, that's going to provide a tournament structure for the players. It's more like we want to provide some overarching framework to build into, you know, a, a community focused asset that anybody can use. And that's why I did stuff like LTC. Nobody knows this because I don't say it very often, but I don't want to do most of the things that I do. <laughs> I just started doing them because nobody else was. <laughs> Invader started because nobody was doing Legion stuff yet. Because like we ran, we ran the first Invader four weeks after the game came out. You know, it was yeah. it. People wanted a resource. People every week on the Discord, every day, were like, "Hey, I play in this place. Can I find people here? Go to this website. It'll help you find people." Hey, I want to see you know the tournament results. What's doing well here? Go to this website. It'll help you find the results. And so you know, if I can take these things that I have done and build them into greater structures than they already exist i'm going to do that and i'm going to try to spend my time investing in that kind of product and that's one of the reasons why i think i've kind of started to step away from things even though it probably seems like i'm still super involved i guarantee you that there's a lot more staff work involved than they used to be where it was just me 24 7 and i think that this this star wars chain project it it that's like kind of the unofficial name right now but we'll see what happens with it as time goes on they're starting to 
go a little more official. And I believe we're supposed to hear something, um, you know, if you're hearing this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, you'll, you'll hear more coming out if you're also tapped into the, uh, the X-Wing community. But again, we want to provide resources to help new and old players find tools and content. We want a, a global event calendar and a visual map to help you find your game night. You know, you'll travel to another town. Oh, this store runs, you know, Legion. Let's go play tonight. Um, support materials for TOs and, you know, again, just a, a database of everything that you would possibly need, not just for our game, but for all three Star Wars AMG games. Cool. Well, I look forward to uh, more details coming out about uh, that as things get locked in and official. And we definitely appreciate uh, your, uh, I know it was a little more willing than unwilling <laughs> leadership <laughs> of many things, uh, many things, both in Major League and Legion organizing uh, as, as this has evolved. Um, but uh, I think you segued nicely into what we want to talk about next when you talk about future events. Yes, there's a there's a big uh, schedule that was just put out by uh, Frontline Gaming. So, you know, kudos to them for getting this out super early because, and you know, for the events that happened this year, um, you know, it was a bit of a slow roll when we got to learn about them. And then it was like, oh, the events in two months kind of thing. And now they they published their schedule this past week and they've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight different events that they put on the table coming up this year. Um, some of them we already know about. Some of them they haven't really talked about yet. Um, specific to Nick, we know that Atlantic City <laughs> Open is going to be back the 10th through the 12th of June, which is super exciting. Um, I also don't need to take off vacation time because that's the second weekend. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, a little closer is uh, Cherokee Open, which is February 25th, 27th. That's something that uh, Ryan has been chatting up in his avenues. But, uh, you know, that's uh, that's one that I'm looking forward to, as well as the Bay Area Open, uh, the Lone Star Open. Uh, I don't know if Legion is going to be there, but they are running an event on a cruise called cruise hammer uh in august so that's a thing um they've got the las vegas team tournament which is again 40k focused but something they'd like to expand legion to so that's something i'm going to talk to them about as well as socal open is returning the 22nd the 23rd of october i already got that one on my calendar yep (laughs) january 28th to 30th next year oh i guess next next year 2023 Mm -hmm. is when uh, lvo is returning but they're the same dates as 2022, so it's easy to remember. How the hell does that work? <laughs> I oh, yeah, I don't know, but I'm not going to ask questions. <laughs> I, maybe it's they didn't a typo. Tell you that it, they didn't tell you that it's Sunday through Tuesday. It's time. Yeah, yeah. There you go. yeah, it's always the same weekend as uh, or the the last weekend of January. So generally, it's easy to remember. But uh, yeah, they've got they've got a pretty dang good slate of events lined up that are specific to frontline gaming, and then of course you've got your Adepticon, your Gen Con. Uh, your Nova, your Michigan, your PAX, you've got, you know, a ton of events, a uh, Dallas in there, you know, the, I, I was, I was charting it out the other day and I was looking at about 14 or 15, what I would call majors just in the United States. And that's not considering all the awesome events that, you know, uh, the crew in Spain is putting together, the Polish crew is putting together, the German crew is putting together, the English crew is putting together. I mean, the Australian guys, there's just a ton of tournament action out there. And honestly, the the community as a whole is killing it. 
and you know that again that's another reason why i I think i'm going to devote myself more towards resources to support those things because amg is coming back they have they had an organized play spot go up that organized play spot was filled they're going to have uh support at adepticon they might have supported lvo but mm-hmm. I don't have anything to show you yet. But we did talk about that just this week. They did and, for PAX. Uh, and they did for PAX. And so you're starting to see some more of that support come back. And by the end of 2022, sometime by the end, we should see a Worlds pop up for Legion, Armada, and X-Wing as well. And then by the time we get to 2023, that pyramid structure that we had before that FFG ran is going to be returning as well if not it something that probably looks a lot like it with store levels being encouraged as well as majors and nationals and all that good stuff so this this skeleton that we worked really hard on this last year is going to fall in very nicely to what amg wants to do when they start uh returning to you know tournament organization full time and i can tell you that time is uh that time is coming it's getting closer I'll say that uh, that skirmish kit that's been popping up uh, in the U.S. now, too, that's kind of mm-hmm. got people a little excited. That's like a good sign. Yeah. And I know that, like, and I'm so bummed, but they had the full, like, everything that they were going to release in 2020, it was all done. It's all produced. It's all it's, ready it's to go. Yeah, and somewhere. they just they just haven't, like, used it yet. So I'm, I'm hoping, you know, that that's the – they're, they're going to tap into that and they'll start making new stuff. And they'll just be a tidal wave of that stuff that will start to appear. I wonder our, how many of the alt mitts. arts have been, have been errated since they produced them. <laughs> <laughs> Probably none of them. But, but you never know. Well – Speaking of erratas and wrapping things up and boxes that probably need to stay closed, um, <laughs> we can talk about a, a quick wrap-up of, I guess, our respective teams, YBTL, before uh, before we let you run here, LJ. How's that sound? Sounds good. Fire away. You want to start with uh, how Team Relentless is doing? Because I think you guys are down. You're playing again right now in the, uh, the Hero League, right? Yeah, so we got regulated down here, League. We were close. We almost got to keep our spot, <laughs> but we got moved down. Honestly... <laughs> We're all perfectly okay with that. <laughs> I know it sucks to have to be moved down and whatnot, and we were we were bummed we lost our spot. But like honestly, everybody is so busy this holiday season. It's been so chill down in Hero League that we're all kind of perfectly cool with it. Um, it's it's allowed me to come back and play some games again, which is awesome because I didn't know if I was going to get to play it this season. So I'm I'm super happy with how things are going so far. And uh, so far, this this first game we're doing uh, we're doing pretty good. Uh, we're up three games to none, and uh, Nima's got his game here in a little bit, and I have mine later this afternoon as well. So overall, yeah, super happy with how things are going, and uh, things are uh, looking good so far this season. We're off to a good start. We should have done this in the other order. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, castaways, uh, we are still hanging out down the Hero League. Um, we 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 were we're taking a different approach. We're promoting one player at a time. Uh, so Mike has joined Cats <laughs> uh, up in the champion circle uh, and is our our noble co- uh, coach here. Um, Apparently, uh, I'm going to get fired really quickly though if this continues. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to put that on you, but. <laughs> 
Um, and no, yeah, we, we had, uh, we're, we're at a nice zero and four start. Um, so we've got one game left to salvage some pride. Hopefully that uh, that one goes through well. <laughs> yeah. But we're not going to be salty about it, and uh, we've no. we've got a pretty pretty tough group actually. Um, game yeah. one was against Anakin's Daycare Service, uh, one of the other teams that was relegated down in the champion circle. So, in addition to having a pretty humorous name, they've got some pretty talented players, and um, it's do. been an exciting round one in that regard. And then we have I, the United I Empire played... Loyalists, I think UEL. Oh yeah, it's not a good sign when I recognize all the other team names in your group. No, <laughs> and then we've got the Dust Bowl Bounty Hunters out of the Midwest as the the third third team in the group that we're going to play against. So that's a oh. It's a pretty tough group. Yeah, we've got uh, only a sniper deals and absolutes, which I, I'm familiar with. But then we have oh, the yeah. uh, Ewoks so, for the ethical treatment of, of stormtroopers, <laughs> <laughs> and the five O worst legion. <laughs> the other groups <laughs> rounding out our uh, our our area right now. We're playing the the five O worst right now, and that's it. So far, everybody's been super happy with their games. Like just from like a hey, happy to meet you, a gameplay perspective. Like everybody's been so cheery and so excited to just be playing legion which you'll love to see yeah yeah it was definitely good to get that out i uh i i definitely uh have a lot of things that i wish i'd done better in my game i i, I might have left my legion skills and play on the shelves in socal and and then felt it <laughs> uh and 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 um just feeling like i was playing sloppy but uh got much like many other games got held to it by a, a player who really knew his stuff and and did some great maneuvering. Uh, we took it all the way to all the way to six, and it was it was down to the wire with a uh, with a very skillful uh, block of R two getting in for him to win. Are, so. are you still playing your Anakin special? I am. I'm playing the the new and improved Anakin special since the points changes because I got I got thirteen new points to play with in there. So, gotcha. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Um, I played my game the night after PAX. So we, <laughs> we had some, uh, so basically the only time we could really do it was like that Sunday night, um, to get it in. And so I was like, Oh, let's do it. And I was very fatigued and, uh, he played well, he played his list really well. And, uh, um, I probably, I looking back like a day later going over like turn, turn five and six, like I had a way to win and like, I didn't see it. I had another mm. way to like win. Mm. So basically it came down to, we were playing payload and uh, I was able to basically like, you know, I'm going to put these two units here and your payloads never moving again. And I then <laughs> threw everything at my payload and it didn't, uh, it, I couldn't move it one more time to get to range two. It's, it was stalled for three rounds uh, as stormtroopers picked me apart with T21s. Um, but look, it was, you know, I enjoyed, I played, was playing nocturnal loner. Um, I oh, enjoyed nice. the game. Yeah, he was a nice guy. I enjoyed playing the game. Um, we were a little, we had a little bit of a frustration over the map, but that's a, you know, no salt, right? No salt, <laughs> salt, no salt. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I'm looking yeah. forward to mine tonight. I'm actually gonna. I brought Anakin up because I do have a, a game against an Anakin tonight, and uh, oh, yeah, I I was not allowed to bring my spiders or my mall. So I couldn't play. I wanted they to play the banned. turn zero list. Yeah, they <laughs> spiders got banned. I wanted to play the turn zero list that I brought up the other day, oh, but yeah. um, uh, spiders are kind of a big part of that one, and there was no mall, so I couldn't <laughs> the run the other mall feature, list. Feature, I feel like. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I wanted to. Well, I think the defining feature is Kalani in the tank. Thank That's you very much. Sure. Um, but I wanted to play. I wanted to play Dooku Mall 
or Maul Grievous, and uh, I couldn't play that either. So I, I went I went pretty degenerate, I'm not going to lie. Kraken, <laughs> uh, 6B1s with E5Ss and a single PK worker, and then triple Magna Guard with rockets and offensive push. Wait, Sorry. You're, te- you're telling me that Kraken, rockets, Magna, and B1s <laughs> is degenerate? I, I feel... Uh, oh, sorry, did I cut into the pack segment nicely? I was say, that's, that's all I've been playing. <laughs> I feel degenerate, and I haven't even put it on the table yet. Mike, you so. didn't run through Just wait. Cards, though. It's okay. No, I turned them into spiders. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that range four critical is really good. <laughs> I bet. It's a drug. <laughs> Well, LJ, I do appreciate you coming on tonight. It's been a wonderful episode. We got a lot of news that we've been able to break, so that that feels good. A lot of driving forces here in the community. Looking forward to working with you again for next Invader League season, and uh, looking forward to to LVO as well. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah, Yeah. a lot of lot of time between uh, these big events. Like I said, SoCal was a breath of fresh air and LVO is going to be, I think even nicer with how many people are showing up to that one. So yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, you know, thanks you guys for everything you do for the tournament support or the, or the TOing or the prizes or whatever the heck you might've done for me that week. <laughs> I, I, I appreciate it all around gents. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a pleasure to jump on and chat a little bit as always. So all right. Nick and I will be back in a few minutes. Um, I think Keegan is actually going to jump off to cast the Invader League Finals game that we were talking about. Yeah, with um, so uh, endless. So, no future knowledge. Go check out yeah. that stream. <laughs> check, out yeah, yep. check out the VOD. Yeah, check out the VOD. Yeah, check out the VOD. The last, the last gasp of Rexstar. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't exactly call it a gasp. He's been annihilating people. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Yeah, and a for everybody that uh, is listening to this post that game, um, you know, thank you to Invader for three and a half years of fantastic memories. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's been the biggest event in Legion since it aired, and uh, you know that doesn't happen without a community to back it up. So many 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 heartfelt thanks from me for always being there for it. Awesome. All right, and we're back. It's just Nick and I. Um, two oh, segments, yeah. two intros, no Nick intros, so I'm trying to switch yeah. things up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're just going to quickly go over you know, the PAX event that we've been hyping up for quite some time. Um, Nick finally was able to to get it rolling. And uh, it is, we had it happened. four rounds of Legion. <laughs> yes, we did. It was a long day, but uh, uh, it was fun. Um, got to meet some new people that I've chatted with online. Um, got to hang out with some friends. Uh, uh you know, got to see some Legion played. Uh, literally everybody who walked by the tables stopped and looked and like, uh, I don't know, like, I guess drooled. Um, it's a pretty game to see played on nice terrain. So it's like, you know. We had a bucket to collect all the drool next door because like was, literally yeah. people from every game system were walking by and looking at the tables and commenting that these were so cool that they could pick out the planet names and they were all mm-hmm. unique. And it was really, really nice to see we had nice placement too. We were right in like in the mid, like right in the heart of the miniatures area. So it was like, right. Where, there was a snack bar, like hundred feet away and, uh, <laughs> you know, not too far walk to the bathrooms and everything. It was pretty good. Was pretty and there good were day. two bathrooms equally distant from each other. That's correct. Yeah. 
Don't worry. When I walked stand. in on Thursday, <laughs> when I walked in on Thursday, I scoped it out. I'm like, he's like, what tables are these tables? Okay. I was like, we'll take those tables right there. <laughs> I wouldn't put my mats down. I was like, these are mine. <laughs> All 16 of them. Yeah. Yeah. So we talked a little bit ahead of time uh, in the build up to PAX about what we were expecting to see for the meta. And I would say that with the exception of such few rebel players, because we only got three, we basically got what we expected, right? Yeah, two of the rebel players were double T-47 too. So they were armor skews, so to speak. Um, Yeah, it was a little little surprising. Uh, There were a ton of Imperials. I think like... Was it like oh my God, yeah. like eight Imperials out of the twenty-two? We had a lot of no shows, unfortunately, but uh, like, and they all had dobacks. <laughs> like every Imperialist, yeah. Dubacks. Basically, every every other player was like an Empire player, and almost yeah. all of them had dobacks. It yep. was. I think I played against the one list that didn't round, or actually, I think I played against both of them rounds one and four. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we saw a lot of Dubacks. We saw a lot of Darth Vader um, in both Commander and Operative form. Um, I think we had six Vaders in those eight Imperialists. Yep. Saw some ATSTs. Uh, a lot of a lot of CIS players that came did bring Spiders. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of a lot of Spiders, a lot of Magna Guard, and then we saw a lot of Wookies on the Gar side. Yes. Um, yeah, you saw a lot of Wookies on the Gar side. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really see them. They were inside a building that I couldn't see inside of, so... Uh, we'll get to that Rip. <laughs> yeah literally um so we saw a lot of wookies and then i think my favorite list that i saw of anyone that was there is uh i guess one of our acquaintances from the the richmond area from from virginia brought in 11 activation gar list that was a vehicle skew yeah three bikes and a lat plus yeah. padme and r2 and he had a uh he had a shotgun specialist phase one i think it was a specialist phase one yep. squad. that um, thing was beefy and it was like he was dropping it out of the lat. It was a also a well painted list. Um, gotta appreciate that. But yeah, uh, that was pretty sweet to see on the table. Um, I was very glad I didn't have to play against yeah. it. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the paint jobs were pretty pretty great. I, I didn't envy um, the the judge for having to pick amongst all of the factions there. Yeah. I'm gonna briefly go over some of the lists that we saw for the top four. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, well, I guess we can start from the bottom. Um, sure. Fourth place was uh, our local John Lopez. So, congratulations, John. He's a perennial top four player. Made top eight at Atlantic City as well. So, it's good to see that happen. He played some Padme triple Wookies. Yeah. And they all had bowcasters. And he had four heavy weapon clones behind them and a clone commander. Um, so, it was only nine activations, but it was chock full of wounds. And mm-hmm. he made a nice 3-0 run and unfortunately fell short in the final final game for him. Uh, yeah, something about Darth Vader and Dubax just like, well, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I just gotta get in there and kill everything. <laughs> yeah, so, so John had, uh, 20 clone trooper models, not including the clone commander, uh, and in round four, Vader killed 17 of those 20 models himself, <laughs> while the Dubax killed the Wookiees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the, on the Vader's might turn, um, his opponent rolled four paint on a, on a five-man squad. Ugh. And then he just choked the Worth. fifth one out. Yeah. Disgusting. Uh, Vader's might. It's pretty good. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, t- I ended up taking third place. Um, I had Kraken, double Magna, double Laser Spider. Um, so that, that felt good. My only loss was actually to John, who apparently had a much easier day than I did, according to the strength of schedule. So I placed above him. Uh, 
subtle flex. Uh, second <laughs> place was Josh Prosser, whose only loss was to the uh, the final winner. Um, he was playing a Vader do list, and then top place was Mike Jem with a Yoda Padme saber list, who fortunately was our only undefeated, so we didn't have to get any kind of weird strength of schedule things for top place. So that, that felt good to not have to you know deal with that drama. Right. I'll give a. I did want to give a quick bat rep for for each game. Um, I know I've been pretty public about not liking to talk about things like that, like bat reps. But there's some some fun, interesting. As long as they don't here. take twenty minutes each, it's fine. Uh, my name's not Ryan, so I'll be okay. Don't worry. Uh, oh. <laughs> love you, boo. <laughs> it's it's said in love, and he knows it. Yeah. Now my first game was pretty fun. Um, I got to play against one of our local Seth. Uh, he's playing an ATST Darth Vader list which is pretty terrifying because he's got some shores and he's got some repair bots as well. So if you try to kill the ATSD, he's just going to pull it off. And he had Dell in a repair bot in one squad. So you could like repair three, every, every activation there, which is pretty gross. Um, so I got fortunate though, in that in the prep four packs, I played against Seth a couple of times. So I had a little practice about how to deal with the list and we ended up playing, unfortunately, uh, key positions, battle, key positions, major offensive and fortified positions. So fortunately, the barricades let me keep my B1s, my magna behind heavy cover. And um, it turns out that double magna are really effective at killing Vader when it's operative Vader. Yeah. Especially when you give them dodge tokens and impervious. So once he does finally get into melee, he's got the immune pierce. And if he wants to saber throw at them, he's still impervious. They've got a dodge and they're Mm -hmm. in cover. Yeah. So a quick talking point for that game is keep your Vader away from Magnus because he doesn't have the dice on his saber, especially if he's going first and he's unwounded to even like chew through multiple models. Yeah, really, um, that can probably be said of any force user, I think, except for, I mean, except for like maybe operative Luke. I don't still don't think so. I don't know. I mean, like, I think you still want to avoid them at all costs of melee. Yeah, we did a when we talked about like Vader's changes, we said that the one thing that he's going to be scared of still is like droid spam because he doesn't have enough. Uh, dice to eat through b1 squads and magna make them really sad and i think we saw that across this tournament um so far yeah magnas are really good yeah i was surprised how much effectiveness i got out of there not not super surprised but i was pleasantly surprised about how consistent um the uh the rps is at just plinking range on the way in this is my first opportunity to play magna on a real life table um so i wasn't really sure if you know, as I was trying to figure out the maps, if I was going to be able to get good shots with the RPS and still move from cover to cover. Um, but I, I very much was able to, and keeping range two of Kraken for the retinue was not a problem whatsoever, even when I needed to spread out and chase Vader. Um, my highlight of game one is I killed Vader with Kraken on a charge. So I did actually get to do his two pip and punch Anakin today. <laughs> <laughs> so that felt good. I, yeah, I walked by that game and it seemed like you kind of just ignored the ATST because like, eh. It's yeah like, i did yeah. uh it did one shot a spider which felt really bad um, oh yeah I yeah bet. but uh, otherwise i think i shot at it once because i had no other valid targets yeah uh game two i played against a probably my worst nightmare i played against a triple ion spider list with two magnon kraken so i essentially had a mirror match that was ray right yeah so i got to play ray one of the nova guys and um it was a it's a pretty tough match because his list is everything I don't want to see. It outranges me because his ion spiders are two to four and I'm just one to three with the laser yeah. and he has triple ion. Yeah. Um, so I was able to force, he only had 10 activations though. Cause he had triple spiders, double magna. Um, 
it's a little bit lighter on the B1s underneath and didn't have the strike team. Uh, I was sitting at 11 activations, so I was up an activation and up a trooper unit, so I forced intercepts. Um, and I think the the key point in this game is uh, I actually went red instead of blue player here because I wanted board edge. Um, because when we were setting up the table, we were playing on the Scarif table that you had, Nick, and um, one of the deployment zones like had enough lanes to like get through, but if you had three vehicles that are ground vehicles and impassable for each other, like the spider droids, I you kind of only had like one lane to send your main body of forces through. So I took the far side that was a little bit more open so that I could kind of spread out and deploy where I wanted to. And I was able to predict pretty accurately where his B1s were going because his spiders blocked one of the channels and uh, his army had to go through this point so I could play around it. Um, so when we talked about some of the turn zero changes, we said if you're playing a mirror match, you might actually want to go for red player since you have the same battle deck. You don't need to worry about that. And you can pick your board edge, and that, and that played out last, nicely there. And you still get that last ban. Yeah, I get that last ban. And when I'm up in activation, I got to drop two at the end after him. So once the spiders were down, like I knew where they were, and I could still play around them. Yep. Um, his an interesting thing there is, um, I guess my my talking point is, I think the whip magna are bad. Like they just compare uh, compared to the RPS. In the game, yeah, in the game, the games I played with Magnus, which I, I guess I probably played like at least seven or eight now. Yeah, um, more than me. Yeah. Um. Well, like lately, that's all I played because they're so good. Um, I love my new droids. Um, they don't. They Magnus super struggle at like that range, like uh, three to four band. The range, the RPS really helps because that is a good weapon with critical one, and retinue gives the mains essentially mm -hmm. or a dodge. Um, so it's like, you're able to like plink at range with that RPS. And like, when you're getting a crit or two at range, it's like, it doesn't feel so bad. Um, you're kind of like hanging in there with like those, like, you know, shore troopers with the T21 at range four, you're able yep. to kind of hang in there with them. Um, they don't, the, the RPS shores up that weakness that like, they have to get to range two before they can do anything. Well, now they can shoot at range three and four. Uh, the whip doesn't do anything for them there. The whip is really good when you get them into, into like into range into range one but it doesn't do anything for that band so like if you're stuck in the middle there they're not afraid of you in the like in that in that range band they're just like you know they're just going to shoot you and you're not going to shoot back until you get to like range two yeah I, I think you hit a good point there it's unnecessary redundancy like it tar pits things and the magna already naturally tar pit because they're immune mm -hmm. pierce melee yeah if it could if they could like if they had an ability that let them like uh I, I guess uh, disengage from like a unit that had an immobilize. That would be an incredibly strong take, and I'm not advocating that. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, like yeah. I want to see something like that. Um, I do not. Because, it's like, called Cad Bane. It's fine. It's, it's I, you know I, I have not. I own three Magna Guards. I've painted up three units. I did not finish all three of the uh, whips because like I don't ever see myself trying that triple immobilize skew. Though it's really cool. Yeah, um, and like 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 you said. It's a good yeah. mini, but there's just better mm -hmm. options. Like, I would yeah. probably take that before yeah. I took the generic guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Even though it's a couple points more, but I just, it, it really, CIS kind of struggle in that range three gun line battle because they're B1s versus like Shores and versus Storms and yeah. Troopers. And the Magna with the RPS at least makes the opponent take a save. Um, the, yeah. the whip doesn't do that. It just kind of doubles down on that melee focus that they don't need help with. Yeah. They already do that really well. They don't need to do it more well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. 
game three, I got to play John Lopez, like I mentioned, um, and we ended up playing Vaporators, Major Offensive, and I forget what the last thing was. I think it was Clear Conditions. So he dropped his one Vaporator. He was a blue player. Um, he dropped his one Vaporator behind this giant piece of terrain, right? And I had to get to that Vaporator to tap it or kill something to take advantage here. So what I did is I kind of like stacked all my guys up on the other side of it. And I'll, I'll post this picture somewhere because at one point I had played uh, defensive protocols or whatever the, whatever the two pip is called. Yeah. Um, so I gave both the Magna dodges and they had retinue dodges and one of them had a vigilance from last turn. So I had like six dodge tokens on the table and all three of his Wookiees were on the other side of it. So there's like all these melee squads facing each other and... Um, I found out turn four when both of us discovered that there was a, a hole in the side of the building uh, that was kind of blocked by the VAP and didn't have a ladder or anything that he was like, I think my Wookiees can scale into this. So they climbed into the terrain. And um, unfortunately, I started to get mowed down because I had a, a squad of Wookiees that was like sitting inside this building that I couldn't shoot into via line of sight, but they could shoot straight down to because um, of the way that like it had this overhang. So I kind of threw off my game plan because I was playing this like bait and switch play uh, to try and keep his three Wookiees off so I could sneak around and tap his VAP at the end with uh, might be extra Kraken. Unfortunately, that plan got thrown out the window. So I tried to uh, kind of just stall enough that I could get a B1 squad in there to tap Evaporator. And uh, I was able to do so that so that at the start of turn six, I had one B1 locked on the Evaporator and in melee with his squad. And if I won the roll off, I was going to be able to tap the VAP and he wouldn't be able to tap that because of the way that my squad was cohered around it. So I set myself up for uh, a nice little sneaky victory, but I lost 50-50 roll-off and his Wookiee mulched my V1. So unfortunately, I lost my VAP tapper and dropped that game on points. But uh, it was pretty close anyway because I took two Wookiee squads down with me. I only lost by like 30 points. It was a fun game, though. John's a phenomenal opponent. Very polite. We actually like work together slightly outside of Legion, so it's always fun to play against him. Uh, and then game four, I played against our local Lee, um, who was playing a Vader ATST list, which I did not expect to play twice in the day. Um, <laughs> and that was game. It was very strange. Funny, uh, I'll, baby. I'll echo my comments that I'm glad that I played against our buddy Seth a couple of times beforehand because I kind of know how to deal with the list. Um, but it was game four, and we were both kind of tired, and there was a couple deployment mistakes. And unfortunately, Orbital Strike with Sharpshooter 2 and Surge Crit and Offensive Push is really good at wiping strike teams. So I took an activation and a half off the table very quickly um, with the Magna and such. And I was able to gun Vader down kind of in the open on Intercept, uh, like turn two and a half going into three. And that that game was actually called just after that. Uh, so it was kind of spiral a little bit. But it was late. Uh, four rounds of Legion in a day is a lot. So I don't really have a huge talking point there, but um, I think one of the one of the things we could mention is it's really useful to like know your hydration and your nutrition levels when you're playing late into the day for that. Um, we had LJ on earlier, and even though we're only going to be playing like three rounds in a day at LVO, um, we are going to be playing six if you go two and one on the first day, like six rounds in two days, and that's still a lot of legion. And when you have all the the vices that Vegas throws at you with the you know the extracurricular activities, um, you do you need to make sure that you're like staying hydrated and you're sitting down as much as possible and such. So that's just my takeaway is look after your body for these long, that's long why tournament I'm one days. Of those, that's why I'm one of those judges. I thought that's just for the free force flask. What? What? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, 
You did get your force flask though. I did. I got third place and got my force flask. I got the the double fisting apprentice, so I got my Ahsoka one. So that's the entire reason two I went to that tournament. So <laughs> six. Two, two flasks in one. Two flasks in one, yes. Also, I've actually already used one of them. Yeah. Also I had a work Christmas grab, party. So <laughs> he also got to grab one of the AMG provided uh prizes, so he got the lat. So I, I did paint another lat. I walked out of packs with two more lats than I owned because I owned zero. <laughs> Our buddy Mike from uh, the Scranton area picked one up for me when his store had them for like thirty dollars. <laughs> and oh, really? uh yeah, I I was like, oh, I was like, man, I was like, I want a lat for thirty dollars. He's like, oh, I'll pick one up and bring it to packs. I was like, great, and I forgot about it because that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, and and like he he brought me a lat, and I'm like, great. And then Mike's like, here, you can paint this. Like, I didn't say that. It was something like that. Yeah, when, when you said here, like go that. pick a prize, I was like, oh, yeah. what do you want to paint most? You're yeah, like, I don't a couple, know. So a I couple people lat. handed me things that they won to paint because like I do commission work for them, and it's like, oh, here, well, you're taking this anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm actually like, I have a, a lat that's painted or that you painted into like a nice imperial color scheme. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll probably ask you to do this one in like the clone scheme that I have and have a little like red accents for it. So that I will. Yeah, I, I we, we'll talk about that eventually. I got to get I've got my snail tank on my desk and my I did uh, assemble my infantry support platform. Now, yesterday, yeah, I opened let's, up... let's talk about that because you were bombarding yeah. our DMs about those two last night. How how's the assembly <laughs> been for them? Oh, it was fine. Um, so I was like, oh, I need to paint something for myself because like I've been so busy with packs and painting other people's stuff. And it's like, I need to treat myself. So I was like, I'm going to, should I paint my Persuader or my ISP first? Everybody was like, oh, paint the, paint the Persuader. So I opened up that box yesterday um, and it's like six fucking spruce. <laughs> literally (laughs) like and then there's a b1 sprue too wait why (laughs) like little b1 there's b1 riders for the side oh is it really i didn't put them on i'm not into that i don't know i'm i'm not into that uh plus it's confusing if i'm not transporting b1s i respect that they have them but i think one of our buddies was asking about if anybody had extra he was going to take them so i might offer him but uh yeah it's uh it took a while it was like it's like six sprues. It's a lot. And then I finished it and I opened up like, and I had opened the ISP box up during our cast two weeks ago. And I was like, I'm going to put this together too. The pa- the persuader took me like about two hours total, I think. Oh, really? Maybe a little over. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, it took me about two hours. I imagine if I ever do a second one, it'll be a little easier, but. Um, well, you probably always, will at some point because yeah. I do want to persuade her. Yeah. Um, and then I put the ISP together and that took me like 40 minutes. I was like, it's, it's like two sprues. Yeah. You said it was like basically two <laughs> main pieces for like the body two there. Sprues. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty sweet model. I can't wait to paint my Louisiana fan boat. <laughs> and, and the more and more that we experiment with like how it goes in the list, I do think there's some use for it. So hopefully it does oh, yeah. get to see the table. A couple those of times two are on, it. those two are on my, like they're on the list for this week. That's what I'm painting this week before I go on anything else. So. How many did you, uh, how many ISF or ISPs did you get? Just one. Just one. Yeah. I don't know. I can't like think of a list. that's like, I I need to have all this fire support things so I can fire support all the things. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so I just got one. I don't play. I'm, I'll probably play it like twice because like, honestly, how often do I play Republic? Not very often. Yeah. You don't play clones a lot. Yeah. It was either I get that or some fluttercrafts, and I'm glad. I... <laughs> Let's we talk about talk... those things real quick, right? So, oh, man, if any, I know, I know, people saw the pictures because yeah. it was all over the Facebook page, yeah. and Evan's amazing. 
Yeah, Evan uh, from so, the uh, Fifth Trooper brought uh, Triple Fluttercraft to uh, for, Sorry, from Radical Squadron. Oh, okay. Yes. Sorry. Apologies. Yeah. Gotta give him his credit. I, yeah, I can't, yeah, own, I can't keep up. No, that's great. Yeah. Yes, and he did give us those awesome Burst of Speed all arts. He Burst of Fast. Everybody. Burst of Fast. <laughs> yeah. Yes, uh, so if um, anyone was lucky enough to meet Evan there, he had some uh, raccoon-inspired Burst of Speed proxies, yeah. and it's Burst of Fast with a little raccoon sprinting, and they're, like, fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, but he he played triple copters yes. with the Pierce Gunner, triple yeah. Wookiees with Bowcaster, and Chewie. Yeah. So Pierce 7. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, this isn't that good. And then all of a sudden he like <laughs> tabled his round one opponent. He's like, this can't be that good, yeah. right? He played a bunch. Yeah, he well, he played a bunch of uh, Red Save Imperials round one and two. And he just pierced everything. Like, Literally everything. Just, yeah, it's like you have Pierce 7 around. It's like you're going to kill things. It's real good. It's like I think it's like one of those things. It's like uh, he played against Mike Jem, I think, in round three. Mm-hmm. They were both two zero, and they met in round three. And I think that like the saber tank just like uh, like just like punched Wookies in the face or something. Yeah, and, like, I, I mean, he was only like, getting like sing- he was unfortunately only getting like single and double crits and hits into it. And with uh, outmaneuver yeah. and Padme, it's real easy to get the those dodges out there. Yep. And when you're only presented with the one target to shoot at, which is the tank, it's like you don't have a choice. You just yeah. have to hope that, like, you can, you know. Yeah. But uh, it was great to see everybody there. It was. It was nice to see Evan again. It's been a while yeah. since, uh, I guess, him in Atlantic City, but obviously Evan yeah, and I are both always, former Fifth Trooper members, so we always, used to chat, like, every day. He's always fun to hang out with, like, yeah. you know, when he's playing and stuff like that to chat with. He's always a good guy. He, yep. Always a great guy for the community. Um. But uh, otherwise, had a great time. A lot of our locals came out. A lot of people traveled. Two different groups from the Virginia area. So um, I appreciated getting to meet all like everybody who I chat with online um, at the event. And uh, I look forward to seeing everybody at the Atlantic City Open in on uh, June 10th through the 12th at, yes. uh, at the casino where it's at, which I think is the same casino. Uh, yeah, I don't think we have any data or any news sure on like it's where the same it's at one. Yet, but though. then again, yeah, yeah. But it is officially I can officially say that it is the tenth and the twelfth. So it's like I just turn around and I start the next thing. Oh, we've got like, some time there. Oh yeah, I, it, I was literally talking. We've got to Vegas. One, I, yeah, I, I'm excited to like go. I'm excited to go to a tournament that I don't have to lug all my terrain to. <laughs> Dude, I can imagine. Yeah. It's also like, going to be kind of fun. We're flying out on the same flight to Vegas. I know. We're going to, yeah, man, we're going to hang out at the airport, have some drinks before we get on this five hour flight. Yeah. And then you can drink on there because you're like way further up in the plane than yeah. I am. Yeah, I got, I got, yeah, I'm a fat guy. So like I wanted to be comfortable on my five hour plane ride. So I'm flying first class. So do you know what airline are you flying home on? Because that's the longer flight. It's an uh, hour and a half. Same longer. one. So okay. I ended up, my flight got changed on the way back, and now I have a connection. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, it I'm, means that, I'm like... I'm taking a 12 a.m. red eye so that I don't have to do that. Yeah, it means that, like, I think I'm leaving, like, Vegas around, like, 11, 11 o'clock Vegas time. In so the morning? So I'm not getting... Yeah, so oh, I'm you're not, not getting, getting back to Philly till like, 9. It's, like, 11 or 10. Yeah, I think that's it's, long. like, 10 o'clock. Yeah, I feel bad, because before it was, like, 7 or 8, but now I'm going to have to like bother somebody to like come get me at the airport who like doesn't like who's like not going to be like like, you know, old people who aren't going to be awake anymore or something <laughs> like uh, oh. come get me at the airport. <laughs> Don't make me Uber back, please. It's oh, so pricey. It's oh. well, yeah, when you got to cross that bridge, it's I, I Uber. Oh, see, I didn't I, think about that. I Ubered back from PAX to my sister's house. My sister lives right over the bridge. 
So it's literally like a 10, it's like a 12 minute drive from the convention center. If there's no traffic to my okay. sister's house, the Uber was rather pricey. I'm glad I found a gift card that I was given like right before the pandemic. Cause like, I've never actually Ubered myself. I've gone in oh, Ubers really? with other people, okay. but I've never actually gotten my own Uber. So it's like, I, I finally, I remember like, Oh, I have this $25 Uber gift card. So it like that, that offset a lot of the cost, but it was like, it was still rather expensive. So yeah, that was, that was a thing. Um, but yeah, packs happened. Uh, it was great. All the terrain survived. Um, had a great time talking to people, met a lot of people interested in the game. Um, we now, got a lot of, a lot of kill team people seem pretty interested. Yeah. Um, we were like right next to their, uh, whatever. We were right next to the kill there team. Having... There was, uh, some historical stuff going on on the other side. And then the X-Wing crew was like right across from us down the main aisle. So it, it was pretty funny to see the demographic differences between us and the historical guys. Yeah. They were all like double our age. <laughs> yeah. Usually they are. <laughs> It's an old man's game. <laughs> uh, yeah, very, very much so. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, they could have been my grandpa. Yeah. Uh, um, thanks to all the sponsors, though, for sending everything out. Uh, obviously, AMG sending us a whole pile of prize support. Um, a lot more than they sent X-Wing, what it's worth. They have a favorite child. Um, I mean, we're the better game. <laughs> uh, six up for all the Force Flasks and all the Silhouettes. Um, I literally got to give like half the people force flasks. That was pretty great. Um, the Liberty Squadron podcast for hooking us up with all the tokens and the, uh, the, our best painted prizes are, uh, which you won by the way. I did. Yeah. I wasn't <laughs> going to say anything. I painted you half won. my army. You did paint half your army. <laughs> I apologize. Cause I was like, well, I painted your army and you're like, you only painted half of it, <laughs> which is true. It I is. painted. I painted the Kraken and the. My, my B ones do. I, I will admit, oh, my yeah. B ones look pretty good. They yeah, you know, like getting that like that like good like uh, like tabletop quality is pretty easy on them. Yeah, and I like, and the ba- ways. the basing also looks good, and they've got some little details. So I, I put some time and effort into them. And those spiders and uh, magnas I had just finished were pretty fresh. Though I will say, I think the magnas that you just painted for me look better than yours. That's fair. They got the little cape flare. They got the little cape flare. Yeah. <laughs> the little cape I, I, flare. I don't know when some, I'm going to see you again. Yeah, <laughs> no, I want to probably LVO is when I'm going to get my shit. But anyway, yeah. Anything else we want to ramble about here? No, yeah. uh, get out to LVO and it's going to be a blast. And after that, uh, we'll be talking about some more events coming up in the next episode. I think, I think like we're going to like, yeah, we've got the Canto bite or Canto be. bite cup uh, yeah. guys coming on in two weeks, yeah. two weeks, two and a half weeks, so that we can do yeah, the, yeah, it's probably the hype weeks. for their event yeah. for uh, for February. So it should be fun. Yeah, and these guys uh, are putting a ton of work into their uh, yep. their event here. Yep, I know what that's like. Yes, you do. Um, but yeah, that's it. We're gonna be talking about that stuff and uh, get 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 to LVO. Um, and come find Tim and I because we actually are going to Kilo flight hunting. Am I going to? Uh, I mean, I kind of assume so. I guess. I don't have any other friends. You and Keegan are my only friends. So. Yeah, Keegan's too old to do that with us, so. That's fair. So I guess I'm hanging out. So I'm either going to, like, I'm either going to embrace the inner old man in me, or I'm going to go hang out with the people younger than me who are going to go looking for tequila. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a pretty win-win answer right there. It's, yeah, it's yeah. fine. I'm looking forward to hanging out with everybody. All right, everybody, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of weeks. Thanks for sticking around. And uh, thanks again to LJ for giving us all this wonderful spoiler information that we can do. Talk to you guys later.